the weather's warming up, people are getting vaccinated, and since March, there's a growing spike in travel demand. What does this mean? Anxiety. Lots and lots of anxiety. Now, depending on where you're listening from, what you see when you look out the window may vary slightly from what I see when I look out of mine. I am in Florida after all, and sadly, it's felt like one year-long spring break party here, so I don't know if I personally have a great barometer of what's happening out in the world, but for the past few months, we've been asking women about what they fear most when it comes to entering a post-pandemic world as it relates to their friendships. So today, I'm sharing the top seven responses that we received, and I think they're going to have you saying, oof, same. So grab some coffee, settle in, and give this a listen because my hope is that by the end of this week's episode, you feel, one, relieved in knowing that you're likely not alone in those secret fears that you've been harboring about getting back out there, and two, that you go from feeling anxious to hopeful because I'm announcing for the first time the release of something big that our team's been working on behind the scenes that will equip you as you make your way back into post-pandemic life. So let's get into it. This is Friend Forward, the podcast. And if you're having girl problems, we got you. I'm Danielle Byer Jackson, a certified friendship coach, and I am here to help you through it. I got to say, it's pretty cool because I've noticed that the Friend Forward community has such a broad audience, not just nationally, but internationally. And so the results that we received, uh, we've been speaking with women for the past couple months uh, about their post-pandemic friendship fears is so rich. It's so varied. And so we've spoken with women in our private group coaching membership, which you can join by searching Friend Forward anywhere you download apps. We had an eye-opening focus group where women were sharing their heartfelt stories, and then we pulled our audiences on social media. We even sent an email earlier this week asking our subscribers about their fears, and we're still reading and responding to those responses. So we took these responses, grouped them by themes, and ranked them. I'm going to read these for you in um, descending order, so kind of like a countdown. I want you to think like throwback TRL countdowns who's with me who's with me is that resonating with my millennial friends okay so let's start with uh, post-pandemic friendship fear number seven my beliefs changed during the pandemic and I'm not ready to see old friends as the new me this was a response if I'm being totally transparent that I did not expect And I've been working in this space for a few years now. I can pretty much kind of anticipate generally the pulse of female friendship and the state of our friendships and where we are. I was not able to call this one. For many of you, the things that you believed in either changed or were more solidified over the past year. And you know that something within yourself is new. It is vibrant, it's on fire, and it is strong with conviction. And you're fearing going back into the world as this new self, wondering if your old friends have developed in the same way, if they're going to accept you and your new worldviews. You're wondering how you'll have to defend certain views when controversial subjects arise within your friendship conversations. 
and it's making some of you anxious. This was our number seven response that we heard from women is fearing that their new selves wouldn't necessarily be embraced and not being sure of how to um, defend these new beliefs and present this new self with integrity once we re-enter the world. So I have to be honest, I was surprised by that one. I didn't anticipate that. I will say there was also a certain kind of person who was expressing this fear. There were a lot of white women, I'm just going to call it what it is, who were saying my convictions about certain issues got very strong over the past year. And I know some of my friends don't feel the same way. And I'm curious about what that's going to look like when we get back out there. So something to think about. Okay, let's just keep it real. Something to think about. The number six response is kind of similar to number seven, but it's kind of like the inverse of this. This fear is after reading my friend's posts online about the pandemic, election and social justice issues, I now see them differently. This one is very powerful to me because since we haven't been able to be in touch in our normal way, we've got social media. We're seeing the things that our friends are saying. We're seeing their silence on some issues. And I guess this pairs perfectly with number seven because as we get more rooted in our convictions, to see such differences emerge in value and worldview between us and our friends can be very jilting. That is very jarring and it's scary to know like, wait a second, how do I how do I do this? How do I come into post-pandemic life holding tightly to my convictions while also looking at you sideways? Cause I'm like, I remember those things you said, you know, over the past year, and I see you differently. Now, some of us are scared to lean into that because we're like, I don't want to judge. And I think there's a difference in in judging someone's life choices and saying like, I don't have respect for these worldviews or values. And I don't understand how I can maintain a friendship with someone whose fundamental worldviews that I don't respect. Or, you know, if we're going to the next level that I feel are problematic. Number five, the number five post-pandemic friendship fear that we heard was this. I want to reconnect with friends that I had from before the pandemic, but I haven't spoken to them in a year and I feel awkward about rekindling things. Many of us have not remained in contact with people who we still label our friends for a myriad of reasons. Maybe if you're a parent, it's the stress from trying to survive every day with helping your kids with e-learning. Maybe you've been, you know, tense and on the edge of your seat every day about a job or getting your unemployment and it hasn't left much cognitive space to dedicate to keeping up with friends. It feels like another thing you have to do. Whatever the reason is, a lot of us fell out of touch. And now that the weather's warming up, we're getting vaccinated, we're talking about getting back out there, we're thinking about what it means, what it looks like to reach back and say, hey, friend, let's pick up from where we left off. And all the implications that come with that, all the fear of interpretations that come with that. Is she going to think like, oh, wow, you think you can just like ditch me and then come back? Um, A lot of us feel shame around not having been, quote unquote, a good friend during this time. And we don't know how that invitation will be received. I do want to say, um, Recently, I um, was interviewed by HuffPost on this very subject. I think, let me go ahead, I'll link it both here in the show notes and um, on my Instagram account at Danielle Byer Jackson. I'll link it in my bio for the next week uh, so you can see that I'm referring to it. And um, the interview with HuffPost was about how to rekindle a friendship. And it addresses all those fears you probably have. What should I say? What's she going to think? How do I get emotionally prepared for this? 
But the theme here is that many of us are fearing what it might look like to reignite friendships that we let go stale over the past year. So if that's been a concern of yours, hopefully you're kind of like breathing a sigh of relief of like, oh, okay, I'm not alone. Post-pandemic friendship fear number four is this. I don't feel safe getting together again. And I fear that I might get left behind because of that. I know for some of us, we have this internal conflict because we do want to see our friends. We do want to connect. Who doesn't want that? But there's such anxiety surrounding a trust in other people's ability to be responsible. We're, we're skeptical of their commitment to gathering in the right way? Are they going to be respectful of my physical boundaries? Are they going to test my limits? Am I going to be in in awkward situations and compromising environments where I have to speak up? And then if I do, do I look like I'm being sensitive? And all those issues surrounding safety and comfort in our reunions has a lot of us shook. Like quite honestly, a lot of us are totally shook. Okay. And for some of us, the, the second part of that statement, because the full statement that we received, I don't feel safe getting together again, and I fear that I might get left behind because of it. Some of us are not only um, worried about our safety and certain precautions, but that not participating in a lot of these gatherings and reunions will have us being forgotten, that the invitations will slowly dwindle that people will forget about us and so um this was a very common response that we received all right post-pandemic friendship fear number three my social skills are rusty (laughs) honestly i feel like whether you are an introvert an extrovert you have anxiety you don't have anxiety I think many of us would still agree with this statement. I mean, I don't even need to, I feel like I don't need to belabor this like a long, you know, string of commentary, right? Because it's obvious. We've been away from each other for a year. We've been on Zoom calls where we're like looking at each other, but not looking directly at each other. And we can press start and we can press stop and we don't have to worry about like entering and exiting and small talk. And how do I, how do I put some WD-40 on my <laughs> on my broke down social skills because they are hurting they are hurting okay you're not alone all right post pandemic friendship fear number 2 is this i work from home now and i don't know where i'll meet people that's a common one now many of us were expressing this fear like pre-pandemic, right? A lot of us, you know, working remotely was becoming gradually popularized, but now it is the norm. And for some of us, we did not anticipate that shift during the pandemic. And we are wondering like, how the heck have y'all been doing this? Because working remote has really cut me off from a lot of social opportunities. I will say this, if you're like, I want to get some insight on this one right now, um, we do have a 96 page ebook on how to meet friends during a pandemic. So like right now you could get that. I think it's like six bucks on Amazon. So just search my name on Amazon. Um, I'll even drop a link to it in the show notes as well. Um, But that ebook is for the person who wants to get started like right now today. I got you. But ultimately know that you're not alone. And we're all trying to figure out, okay, well, how do I socialize when the social construct that's been made for me, right? Like a physical workplace has been completely removed. Okay, I can tell you right now, it is possible. I'm sitting on a slew of success stories that I could share with you. Um, We just have to get a little creative. We got to flex the muscle. All right. 
And are you ready for it? I would say drum roll and like insert some kind of like drum roll effects, but I don't have a production team. Okay. You're looking at her, right? Okay. So the number one post pandemic friendship fear is this. I don't have the same energy to give that I had before the pandemic. Mm, 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 mm. Are you feeling that? How many of you are feeling that right now? Okay. I don't know if this would be due to introversion. I don't know if it's anxiety or I don't know if it's just the average Joe who's like, hey, I've realized that with everything that I've gone through, with the way in which my priorities have shifted, I don't want to give as much energy as I did before. So fearing that those those wedding invitations are about to trickle in and those birthday party invitations are about to trickle in and people who we normally did our standard standing weekly happy hour they're about to press play on that again and we don't know if we have the same amount of energy to give i do want to say a lot of us have been physically emotionally and cognitively depleted over the past year so no it comes as no surprise to me that many of us are concerned about what that looks like to get back out there if we know we cannot or will not honestly will not show up in the same way. I just spoke with somebody um, a few days ago who said, man, this priority, uh, this pandemic has really, you know, shifted my priorities. And I don't know that I want to be going out every weekend. I don't know that I want to be saying yes. I, I don't want to put that in my top three things to do every week because I have other things I really want to pour into. And I think that's great. But again, the question becomes, how do I advocate for that? How do I communicate that clearly without people interpreting that as like, oh, you're less interested, you're not as committed? Um, how do I you know, express that without people completely retracting the invitations? I still want to be invited, you know? So there's so much like complexity surrounding, you know, these new revelations and then how we practically, tangibly bring them in to the new world. So those are like the top seven themes that we found after talking to several women over the past month or two about their big fears when it comes to entering a post-pandemic world and trying to create and maintain friendships along the way. So I want to share this with you. and It's it's the first time we're sharing it publicly. Details to come. Um, If you are an email subscriber, normally I don't hype up the email list. I've got to do better about that. I'm always like, ah, whatever, if you want to subscribe or not. But I have heard over the past week how much value it has um, given to women who are subscribed because we share things on there that you will not find on our TikTok videos. You will not find them here on the podcast. They're reserved for the women who elected to get more. They're like, I want the extras. I want the, you know, the extra tips that you're keeping in the behind the scenes. So if that is important to you, I mean, literally you could either um, go to our website and subscribe or just simply email our team. Um, I have a great team who helps me send an email to hello at betterfemalefriendships.com. Okay. So those women are kind of getting a preview of what I'm about to say, but I'm saying it publicly for the first time now. We are putting the finishing touches on a course that is designed to help you with every single one of those fears that I just counted down for you. Hopefully you know me by now. For those of you who are new, I was a high school English teacher for six years. I was an academic chair for two of those years, which means I was teaching teachers how to teach. And now that I'm in the coaching space, this is what I do. 
I can guarantee you this course will be jam-packed with actual scripts, with actual strategies, with research that I believe you'll find so insightful and it will help drive your behavior and help you understand from a multitude of perspectives wow, this is what people are feeling right now. Wow, here's how I have control to change these certain things. And you will enter into the post-pandemic world, should you elect to, with so much confidence and reassurance, and you'll want to tell everyone about it. Now, I know you might be thinking like, okay, girl, you're confident. Yes, yes, I am. (laughs) Because this is what I've been trained to do. This is what I'm born to do. So for those of you who do follow me on TikTok, my handle there is the friendship expert, um, you know that I can pack in a ton of strategies into a 60 second video. So I want you to imagine what it would look like for a jam packed course. Okay. Now I will tell you details on the course are coming later and that whole blast of like photos and the big branded announcement, all of that's coming soon. Trust me, I know what I got to do to launch something this big, you know? Um, but I do want to give you a heads up that it will only be available online for a limited time because then we've got to snatch that bad boy down and then we'll be um, modifying it for something else later this year so it is an exclusive course for a limited time and I'm so excited to tell you more about it um, through our weekly emails Um, so if you have not subscribed to our emails you know definitely go to the website betterfemalefriendships.com and go all the way to the bottom drop your email or just simply send us an email to hello at betterfemalefriendships.com so the theme of today's show Normally I I present you with like an issue and then I've got a bunch of strategies for you. But today's different because I want you to hear the voices of women around you. What are we saying? What are we collectively experiencing and our anxiety around getting back out into the world? I hope you feel one, not alone in the ways in which you're fretting about getting back out there. And two, a little hopeful because a resource is coming. As I always say, I got you. Okay, so I am here to support you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Until next time.